Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, Tampa Bay Lightning begin the day by making a big trade for a defenseman, Rangers captain Ryan McDonough, and then they end it with a 4-3 shootout win over the Maple Leafs while losing Nikita Kucherov to an upper body injury. More on that. We have reaction from the trade, from the game, and everything else. And the Rays are close to a new TV deal, according to one report, that could average, get this, $82 million per season for the next 15 years. So why are they crying poor? Meanwhile, the Bucks say goodbye to a valuable center. All that... On this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay, I'm Rick Stroud with the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. Thanks for joining us. Before I get started, I want to tell you about a new special offer from Audible.com. Sign up now and get a free 30-day trial membership. That's a $15 value. And as a listener to this show, you get a free audiobook. Just go to audibletrial.com. That's spelled A-U-D-I-B-L-E, trial.com slash sportsday to take advantage of the deal. Audible is owned by Amazon. They're the leading provider of digital audiobooks. They've got more than 180,000 titles to choose from, and unlike streaming, you can own your own books. Once they've been downloaded, you can listen to them even offline. That's audibletrial.com slash sportsday for a free 30-day trial membership and a free audiobook. Well, I have to tell you, we'll, we'll talk about the game. I was at the, the Emily Arena with a bunch of friends, and w- what an exciting and fun night we had. Um, that was quite the atmosphere, I must admit, although a ton of Toronto fans in the building. And, you know, any time that Toronto and the Lightning get together, because they wear the same sweaters, it's very difficult to tell <laughs> until somebody scores how many Canadians are there. Well, it's all the uh, snowbirds are still here. It's February, yes, so the snowbirds are still they're here. They're just getting here, actually. I mean, they're just sort of arriving for spring training and, and all that, and a lot of six-month residents and things like that. But, yeah, man, it was it was packed, especially down near the ice. But, anyway, we'll talk about that exciting game. First, let's start with uh, the trade. We, we were wondering if they would actually pull this off. And Steve Eiserman, uh, he's a genius. He did it again, I guess. Although, I would wait to see how this all turns out. I know everybody kind of like, and look, he, he's pulled a lot of the right switches so far. But to get something, you have to give up something, and they did that. They get Rangers captain Ryan McDonough. By the way, how many Rangers captains can come to Tampa Bay? I believe Mark Messier <laughs> is going to be traded here next. <laughs> What? I mean, and you got to be named Ryan, apparently. Ryan Callahan, captain from the Rangers, is coming to Tampa. Ryan McDonough is coming to Tampa. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's that's the deal they make. And uh, he's 28 years old, and so he's still got a lot of hockey in him. I think he's signed for one more year. One more year at about $4.7 million, uh, for yeah, next so, year. Yeah, so cap. somebody they'll have control of. And, and they get JT Miller as part of that deal. Now, they had to pay for him. And I, it's it's not it's not a light price. I mean, they give up a twenty goal score and and uh, Vladdy Nemestikov, and they also give up uh, some prospects. Tom Jones called this guy a monster. Brett Howden. Brett Howden's probably going to be ready to play in the NHL next year. He's in juniors right, right now. Um, probably ready to play next year in uh, in the NHL. Really good prospect. He was a number one draft pick a couple years ago. 
They also gave up Libor Hayek, who was a second-round draft pick a couple years ago, a defenseman, probably outside Sergachev and Cal Foote, who was their first-round pick last year, their next best defensive prospect. And and that's where this organization is a little thin in the minors is defense. So they did have to give um, uh, Libor Hayek up to get Ryan McDonough. Uh, But the key to this trade, I think, is that you know, McDonough's got another year of contract. JT Miller's a restricted free agent, where Vlad Nemestikov is an unrestricted free agent. Lightning would probably lose at the end of this year. And then they had to give up draft picks, which it was a steep price. They're giving up a, a first-round pick this year, which at this point you have to assume it's going to be pick 20 or higher. It all depends on where they finish in the playoffs. Um, and then next year they give up a, a second-round pick in the 19 draft. But if the Lightning wins the Cup in either 18 or 19, that becomes a first-round pick. Right, it's conditional. So it's conditional first rounder for 2019. So I mean, that's that's a lot of assets. But you know, look, uh, this was something they they felt like they had to address, and they did. And it, it wasn't Eric Carlson, who, by the way, didn't get traded because I guess they were asking for a fortune for him. Um, well, and, either and they were asking for a fortune, or they wanted they wanted the team. They required a team to take on Bobby Ryan's contract, which is seven and a half million be. for several years. And, you know, there's no way Tampa could take that contract on. Right. Uh, maybe Vegas could, and they were in talks with Ottawa late, they said. But uh, ultimately the deal didn't happen. He'll probably get traded uh, at, at the draft or around that time. But this was a deal that Eisman was able to make. So, Steve Eisman, what are the Bolts getting with McDonough? Well, Ryan McDonough plays in, obviously plays in all situations he has throughout his career with the Rangers. Um, we think he's an excellent, we know he's an excellent two-way defenseman, uh, defends very well, uh, kills, uh, kills penalties, plays on the power play, and uh, he's got a ton of playoff experience. So um, he fits in very well in our blue line. Um, and so we, we, you know, we feel our back end is, is better, obviously. That's what they needed to address. I, you know, I think most people felt like he would make a deal, and uh, not just any deal, but one that made sense for the Lightning. He did that. Um, but you never know where that trade is going to come from. And it, it seemed as if, as you know, during what you're watching during the day, um, they're not, these things are not always announced or, or reported. It got to be 3 o'clock, and you hadn't heard anything, so you weren't sure. Uh, and even Eisenman wasn't sure that it was going to come together with the New York Rangers. Today was very busy. Uh, prior to today, though, it's been relatively quiet. Um, I really had, didn't have a sense for kind of what was going on around the league. Um, where all these names that were out there, including Ryan McDonough, where they were going to go. I hadn't had a lot of conversation um, with the Rangers in the last few days. We had talked uh, quite a bit, um, uh, but in the last few days it's been really, really quiet and uh, just kind of sat and and waited and poked around to see if I could learn anything. So they get McDonough, they get a, a kind of a two-way defenseman. Uh, he can play on the power play and the penalty kill and all this, but for what they gave up, and it was considerable, Nemestikov and Howden, uh, Hayek, and so uh, this means that they must be all in, right, to win the Cup. I don't look at it as, as all in. You know, we're trying to do everything we can to improve our team, to give us the best chance we can to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, you know, Ryan's got another year on his contract, and, you know, and, and by no means do we, uh, at this stage, do we, you know, we don't know what happens beyond next year, uh, but, you know, he's currently 28 years old and has a lot of hockey left in him. Uh, JT Miller is 24, two years away from being an unrestricted free agent. Um, so we feel with these players, uh, the addition of these players with our core, um, that we've given ourselves a, a better opportunity to, to win a Stanley Cup um, but not at the point where like we're throwing everything in and after this year, if we don't win, 
you know, we've got to start over. So uh, I'm not sure how you define all in, but we did everything we could at this stage to, to improve the hockey team that, that made sense. Yeah, so in the end, they weren't going to give up Tyler Johnson and they weren't going to give up Point and they weren't going to give up some of these young core guys still that are, are making their mark uh, in, on their team this year. Uh, but they did they did obviously have to give up something. And it seems like, for whatever reason, that of late anyway, Eisenman seems to be dealing a lot with the Rangers. But the good news is is that he's got some players on the team right now in, in uh, Anton Stroman and Ryan Callahan and Girardi. They all know this guy, and so I wonder if he had any inside information from them. I have, uh, you know, recently and and throughout, uh, you know, the time when the players come in, we pick their brains all, all the time. Tell us about your team, your coaches, your, you know, this player, that player in particular. Just recently, talking to the guys, uh, just not so much about JT because kind of JT came up, uh, uh, you know, somewhat today. It wasn't really a, a part of things, and and that came on quickly, but. I've kind of got a pretty good handle on the players, but yeah, well, obviously we, you know, we check in, and unfortunately the guys they know them, but we couldn't get really updates on what's coming out of New York. It just they hadn't gotten much information as well. So, but yeah, we we you know, these players we know know their personalities and their characters already. And that's the thing; it's got to fit in the room, as they say, not just on the ice. And uh, obviously, they you know he's going to be coming to. A, a team that has a lot of their teammates. In fact, I think, Steve, you were saying that this was the pretty much the Rangers' defense from their Stanley Cup. Yeah, the Cup run in uh, 14, and then the Eastern Conference Finals, um, they lost to the Lightning in 15, uh, had McDonough, Girardi, and Strawman all as their defense. So that was half their defense. That's crazy. That's crazy. But they certainly could need to help. And they have it now. And there were some, uh, some other deals around the league. I guess you can kind of measure yourself with what the, the Lightning did. Eisman sort of did that, but he, he just, you know, they feel better that you know, that they're in it for the long run. Yeah, I don't think, you know, um, any of the trades that were within the division or within the conference, obviously we take note of what Pittsburgh's done, what Boston have done. I'm trying to think of anybody. Toronto uh, yesterday, I think, was the, the Pekanich deal. We take note of it and we're like, you know, obviously while they've improved, we're trying to do that as well, but it's not like the, the feeling is, oh, I got to go out and do something just to try and keep up. It's got, again, it's got to, it's got to make sense to us. It may not make sense to you all out there, but it's got, you know at least we got to make it's got to make sense to us that we're doing this. We're we're improving our team. We can afford to do this, or we can afford to give up whatever those assets are. So obviously we take note and we look around. We're not. We feel that the moves that were made within our division, within our conference, these teams are better. Um, but like I said, it wasn't necessarily to try to keep up with the Joneses. It was more so like we got a chance to improve our team here and give ourselves a better opportunity and. The assets we gave up are, in my opinion, are extremely good assets and good young prospects and obviously high picks. And Vlad Nemestikov is a very, very good player. But like I said, we, we're trying to give ourselves a better opportunity. The fact that the players are under contract next year as well and are relatively young, we can, you know, we can keep our group together and continue to be you know, uh, a competitive team here beyond this year and next year. Yeah, he's right. McDonough, 28 years old. Miller's only 24. Uh, so so those are young players that they're in control of. Now, if you're wondering about McDonough and how soon you'll see him, he's been sidelined with an upper body injury of his own. So the reports are that he's about five or seven days from returning. And ironically, maybe by the March 8th game against who else but the Rangers. So that would be interesting. Uh, McDonough talked about uh, the opportunity to you know come to a uh, a top team in the league. He said they, they've been the top team now for a long time, especially this season. So there's some big expectations there, and I hope to be part of it. And certainly he will be that. Um, 
you know, Miller's name kind of came up late when uh, conversations with their Rangers GM there, Jeff Gordon, on Monday. And so that, that sort of developed. Now, Nemestikov, you know, 20-goal 20, 20 scorer, and a big part of this franchise uh, and, and their history, you know, especially with John Cooper, who has, you know, some, some mixed feelings about losing Platy. I'm in my fifth year. I've been in the organization, like, you know, seven or eight years, and Vladdy's been here pretty much the whole time. And so, you know, when I spoke to him afterward, that's kind of how we talked about is, um, you know, how we were together in the minors, we were together in the pro, in the NHL, and it's, you know, it's like losing one of your sons. You know, these you've been with these guys for so long. and um, uh, But it's, uh, this is, you know, it's the business aspect of the game, and, uh, I know the Rangers are getting a really a fast, skilled player that, uh, you know, anytime you're in February and you've got 20 goals, you're having a pretty good year. And uh, in order to acquire players, uh, you have to give up players. And, um, you know, to me, today was, it was a hockey trade. And you know, we, we picked up uh, a couple guys that we felt filled a need for what we need uh, moving forward. And, um, you know, the Rangers got what they need moving forward, and that's young guys, and, and they're trying to rebuild. And if you look at what the Rangers done, they've just compiled a boatload of assets uh, moving forward. But it's always hard to lose one of the guys you've gone to war with for so long. But in saying that, you're really excited for the guys that are coming in. And um, uh, so, you know, I think it's probably a good deal for both teams. And now the Lightning go from needing a defenseman to having a surplus of them. They've actually got nine, as a matter of fact. And, and the reason why uh, they plan to keep them all, at least for now, is that had they uh, tried to send one of them down on their Schuster or Slater Cuckoo or Jake Dochin, it would one of them, they would have been probably... Yeah, all, all of them been, would have to clear waivers to get sent yeah, down. Yeah, they would have been claimed so, at some uh, point. Yeah, they, so Any one of those three would most likely be claimed. They would have lost one, yeah, or all of them, or whoever they sent down. So um, it's not a cap issue. They can carry them. So maybe maybe they make a move with one of these guys. If they had to make a move with one of these, who do you think it would be? I think ultimately, I mean, Andre Schuster is going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. Slater Cuckoo is a restricted free agent. Most likely one or both of those get traded, but my guess is in the offseason. They'll do it around the draft or that yeah. before uh, the free agency deadline of July first. So they'll carry they'll carry these um, guys. You know, if you look at Eiserman's past, he'll try to flip Cuckoo or Schuster possibly for draft picks, um, mm-hmm. and maybe second or third rounders. But he did that with Brett Conley a couple years ago. Uh, he gave right. up a first and a third round pick to get Braden Coburn. He then turned around and, and traded Brett Conley to the Bruins, I believe, for two second round picks uh, to restock mm-hmm. the draft pool since he is yeah. he did give up two uh picks this year giving up prospects yeah, and one for this year one next year but yeah. yeah so he might look to flip a, a slater cuckoo or andre schuster who's going to be an unrestricted free agent so if you can get something for him you might get a lower round pick but uh just to keep that farm system going well we'll see how it works out i mean they're, they're, they certainly seem to have filled a big need and and um, like i said they gave up a good player and some prospects but that's the way it goes. I really um, think it's a fair trade for both teams. I mean, I, you know, I think it's a really good right. trade for the Lightning. It fits their needs. Uh, JT Miller's 54% in the faceoff circle, which they need help in faceoffs. He can kill penalties. There, yeah. He can play third and fourth line. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's probably a little faster than Vlad Nemeskov. Vladdy may be a little more gritty than him. Um, you know, but, you, you know, so you kind of swap those guys out. But, but, you know, JT fills some needs for you. And then Ryan McDonough, you needed some help on defense. Um, so he really fills that. But you did give up some great prospects. And I- 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think New York's going to, you know, Brett Howden and Libor Hayek, and we'll see who they turn, you know, the, the picks into in the future and, and whether they can re-sign Vlad Nemestikov this year. But I, I really think they got a good trade, too. I think, I think this is one of these trades that works for both sides. Now, you never know what the future holds and what could happen yeah. to any of the players, but... You know, it's helping the Lightning now. It's going to help the Rangers in the future. Yeah, they got younger in, in, in some areas, especially with the draft picks and some of the younger players. So, yeah, um, I think you're right. And, it, you know, I, I always think it's amazing, you know, and I guess it's because we're, we're here locally where everybody's like, oh, Eisenman stole it and he took him again. Well, I mean, you know, the Rangers are smart too. They got what they needed. So uh, we'll see how it all works out. Certainly if you win a Stanley Cup, everything is worth it. Exciting game uh, on Monday night, though, against Toronto, and I was there. You were there, Steve, of course, as always. 4-3 overtime game in a shootout, and, you know, this one was uh, noteworthy for a couple reasons. One, um, Nikita Kucherov, and you texted me this. I had not noticed it at one point. Um, did not return after the first period. He had an upper body injury, apparently. Only played Only about six hit. shifts in the first period. Yeah, five so he minutes was, and change. And I didn't see – I don't know if you saw it. I didn't see the injury per se. Nope. I didn't see the actual – It's an upper uh, body injury. Yeah. That's all we know And then I guess point. after the game, um, maybe Joe Smith reported that uh, – I think his, he talked to his, his agent, agent perhaps. Yeah, said it was and said not a concussion. He should be okay on Wednesday. He said it could be. Could be, okay. Could be okay for Wednesday's game. Yeah. Now, so they, could, they could hold him out a game or two as well just as a precaution. Right. That's one but of the great things, you know, having this big lead, especially, you know, you have a lead in the division – just for leading, yeah, you don't have but, to but rush also, anybody back you know, yeah. for the playoffs. You're 20 some points ahead of sure. you know making the playoffs that you can sure. take an extra game or two to let someone rest and come back. Um, you don't have to a, rush anybody back. You're not you're not hurting for every point every game. Yeah, and if something had been broken or they had done X-rays and they, and they saw where there's a fracture or something like that, then then that that would not be what we'd be talking about. That there was a possibility of him playing this week. So. Uh, you can probably pretty much rule out something that's very serious like that anyway. And there was another um, scare too, Tyler Johnson late in the game. Yeah, and, and, and that was weird because, uh, I mean, I'm sitting there, I see that injury. He comes off and he's on one skate, and that's something you never want to see in a hockey player. Uh, but he basically, you know, gimps his way uh, off the ice. And, he kind of got uh, a skate wedged against the wall by the yeah, defender, like and then the, the, the official kind of or tripped over it too. Yeah. yeah, it twisted or turned his ankles, what it looked he like. He didn't get up. I mean, he stayed on the ice mm -hmm. for a few few minutes. So tra trainer skated out there. He, when we came off, he needed help one leg. And I said, well, that's that's not a good night. I mean, no matter what happens after this, because it was a 3-3 tie game at the, at the time, you know, potentially not knowing what was going to happen with Kucherov. I mean, you could lose Kucherov and Tyler Johnson, and you're going to now play an overtime period as, as the regulation ended 3-3. And so you'd like to have one or both of those guys certainly available to you. Well – Lo and behold, I look up and there's a shift during the three and three. Tyler Johnson's back on the ice. Yeah, we were we were amazed up in the press box with uh, Dave Michigan and Phil Esposito. That uh, shocking, shocked. Yeah, there was no way I thought we'd see him again. So I guess I mean, and now you know he's going to wake up tomorrow. He's going to be yeah, Joe, sore. Joe Smith said he had a little bit of a limp as he left the arena tonight. Yeah, so I mean, I imagine that those things you know don't get better. 
um, as they stiffen up and you sleep on it. And, and, you know, that first step in the morning out of bed is usually uh, adventurous. So we'll see, you know, just just if he'll miss some time or not. But encouraging that he would come back out and at least skate a shift uh, in the overtime. But uh, we mentioned that it, it did go to uh, a shootout. And I said this when uh, when he when he got the uh, when he got the puck that that quickly Braden Point is becoming their best uh, shootout scorer. I think I don't think point. there's any question about it. He's by far. I mean, he started last year in his rookie almost season. Almost a specialist, right? Yeah, he was almost he was almost automatic last year. Yeah, and he is again. Mm-hmm. I mean, he comes with he comes with speed, and then he has such a quick release. He's not trying to deke anybody. Yeah, you he know? just he 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 goes. He picks a spot and he shoots. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a laser, top shelf, the score. And then for the second game in a row now, if this guy isn't their most valuable player by a long shot. He is. I mean, the goal, the goaltending that Vasilevsky's had, he stops 27 shots. He also stopped a penalty shot late in the game by Mitch Marner. With, there was, what, six minutes to go when he did Something that. Something like that, yeah. And then he, then he you know, he shuts them out in three, you know, in the uh, in the shootout. All three shots, he he stops. Phenomenal effort by him again to win this game. I thought both goaltenders tonight were fantastic. Anderson they for were. Toronto was fantastic they were. too. I mean, really, any Lightning of the, had a lot of chances. Any of the goals, you really can't fault the the goalies on any of them. No, it was. This it is going to be a great hockey. second round matchup in the playoffs. Were you surprised though? Again, um, at the uh, the number of Lightning or uh, Toronto fans that were there. It's typical when they're in town, especially this time of year, because the snowbirds are here, and, and and even more for spring training and the. Blue but who's Jays selling those tickets, though? The those are Lightning fans, orders. right? Yeah, that's something the Bucks wouldn't stand for. They'd rather have that empty stadium. Well, <laughs> and and you know, look, the hockey. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know the official Lightning policy on this. Uh, you know, but you can. Sell I don't think some. they have the same one. I you mean, there's eighty. Well, no, no, they they do. But you, I mean, you know, for forty one games, you you can sell some. Um, yeah. You know what a lot of lightning season ticket holders have done over the years is you buy season tickets and for you sell, sell four or five games, games to pay for your 41 game pack, basically. Yeah, right. Hey, that's a big ticket in Toronto. I mean, what do you mm-hmm. pay to, to watch a game up there? Oh, yeah, you can't get tickets up there. Five hundred dollars or on a black, you know, on the on the mm-hmm. secondary market. Yeah. So yeah, this is a relative bargain, whatever people were making off of it tonight. Yeah, Toronto right, this my... time of year, that's that's usually the way the building is. Although, I mean, you know, the lightning fans were very loud, too. They were loud. No, they did. I mean, they did. You know, it was. You could tell it was. They were playing on home ice, although <laughs> at some points it wasn't quite so certain. But uh, but yeah, it was. It was to me. I hadn't been there in a while. It was stunning. But I know it's Toronto, and I know. And I I said to my wife, I said, "Well, this is the perfect storm, right? You've got spring break, you've got spring training, you've got six month residents that are down here, the snowbirds, all of that. And so obviously there's going to be and, and all of a sudden the maple leaves are good." You know, well, yeah, yeah, they're very good. Too. So that helps. So anyway, exciting game, uh, good trade. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, make sure you check out Joe Smith and uh, TampaBay.com. I'll give you an update on on Kucherov. There's, uh, I guess, no Lightning are game off or Tuesday tomorrow. Yep. yep, they're off Tuesday. They'll be back. So you at won't Wednesday, have an update Wednesday, likely so. until Wednesday at the earliest. But uh, if there is any news, that's that's where you want to go and find it. Okay, so I mentioned uh, at the start that uh, I'm still trying to figure out why the Rays are crying poor. Because according to Sports Business Daily, they've basically uh, reached some of the parameters of what's going to be an enormous extension with Fox. Well, they haven't signed the deal yet, so they don't have the money yet. Not yet. yet. Not yet. But listen to this deal. Uh, According to, again, Sports Business Daily, say the parameters have been reached. It's going to average $82 million 
annually over a 15-year term. That, that If you're doing the math on that, and thank God Mark Tompkin did because I'm not good at math, that's in excess of $1.2 billion for a TV deal in Tampa Bay, Florida, for the Tampa Bay Rays. Well, it's the 12th biggest television market in the United States. Granted. Good yeah. ratings on TV. And, and if you add Orlando in there, it becomes kind of top 10 population-wise. And the, Ra- you have the Rays do very this. well in Orlando as far as you right. know, ratings and that. This deal, it's a very good deal for the Rays. It's, it, this, this deal is very important for the Rays. You know, it's flown under the radar for a couple years now that this deal was coming up and they were going to be renegotiating it. And it really is key for the team's future um, in this market and how good they're going to be. And maybe maybe this is why the payroll hasn't been slashed as much as everyone was expecting going into this year. Maybe because of that this deal. Be. I, don't, I don't know that. That's just throwing it something may also, out there. But. Yeah, it may also show you why Major League Baseball – Wants this to work in Tampa Bay, you know. That's why I they're. Know. I've always said the Rays are not going to leave Tampa Bay, and it's because it's the the twelfth biggest television the TV market. market. When you add in right. Orlando's ratings, and it's a growing market, right? You know, so what other the ones are that big or, and growing? Oh, you know, Montreal, it's a small. Or you much go to Charlotte, or you go to Las Vegas. I mean, you're not you're not going to have that size of a TV market. Just by comparison, by the way, start with the fact that in two thousand and at this deal. If it's signed and, and they still have some components to work out, I guess they say there's some hurdles that they still have to overcome. Um, but there's a chance it gets resolved and everything's done by the season opener, March 29th. So that means they would start with a $50 million payment in 2019. That's up from $35 million uh, in the last year of the old deal that averaged about $20 million annually. And so think about how that thing is going to increase from there. Which uh, which helps them with everything, and they're also still due a one-time fifty million dollar payment from Major League Baseball sale of its advanced media division. So I've always said this, and I think it I think it holds true for the most part. Very hard, really, to lose money as a professional, you know, franchise sports owner, um, and, and in a lot of ways, and, and generally that means because of franchise value, first and foremost, if you buy it, it's like your house, right? Like I, I lose money on my house, it would seem, every year on the maintenance and everything else and the mortgage that I pay and the taxes and insurance, except that I have appreciation on it. You know, it gains its value, and nothing gains value like a pro sports franchise. I mean, if you just look at the Bucks, they were sold for $193 million. You know, they're, they're worth in excess probably of $2 billion now. But... With this new revenue stream and the fact that this team is trying to reach a stadium deal, which is going to involve some 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 county money, some you know city money, corp- or corporate money, uh, probably as well, some investment, um, but certainly taxes are going to be involved in some level, and also the biggest investment may well be, or at least half of it, you would think, uh, would be from the Rays themselves. So now they're going to have an infusion of cash, and that's going to enable them. Uh, you would think to to contribute more towards the building of of what could be a seven hundred million dollar stadium. Okay, we'll wrap it up with this. The Bucks, uh, just a little Bucks news, uh, continuing to uh, you know increase some salary cap room. They're already going to have probably in excess or close to eighty million dollars, but they're not going to exercise the option for uh, veteran center Joe Holly. If you remember, Holly was really inactive most of uh, all but four games last season when Ali Marpet got hurt. He's twenty nine years old. He did start. 29 games for them, you know, in, in 2015 and 16, but he did get replaced by Ali Marpet. And so uh, he's not going to be back with the Bucks. They still have 
uh, similar options on some players like Chris Conte, Josh Robinson, who's mostly a special teams player. DeMar Dotson even has an option in his contract. They haven't made any decisions there or at least announced them or, or told the agents that we're aware of. Um, they can walk away from any of those guys, and they still got to decide on some free agents on their offensive line, guys like Kevin Pample and Evan Smith. Um, and, and I would suspect they'd be trying to extend some contracts uh, with Marpet and some others as well. So uh, that's sort of where the Bucks are at as they go to the NFL Scouting Combine. That starts on Wednesday. I'm heading up there on Tuesday. Our next uh, we'll podcast, you'll be in Indy. I will. That's correct. I'll be live from Indy. We'll set up the uh, – I'll tell you what, man, John Gruden at 930. That's awfully early, isn't it, man? That's isn't like, that like 630 in, in Oakland? 6:30 on the West Coast. You know what I mean? I'm an early riser, though. That's okay. So we'll have Gruden, and then we have Jason Light, and then we have Dirk Cutter, and that'll all be on Wednesday. And then, of course, and then you can come about, home after that, right? No, i got to be there all the way to Sunday, unfortunately. It's going to be uh, just a, uh, a cornucopia of information from from the uh, NFL Combine where we'll talk about the, the quarterbacks that are going to go down uh, up in the first – I think there'll be four, I want to say, probably in the top seven or – Eight picks, which will push a better player towards the Bucks. We'll do a story probably on Saquon Barkley, who some people think is the best player in the draft, even though he's a running back from Penn State. And uh, there's just there's just lots to talk about in terms of of, of where they're at and, and what they're seeking. Um, most likely, you know, defensive lineman if he's there, possibly an offensive guard. We'll talk about corner. We'll talk about a lot of positions that and players that uh, that are going to be at the combine. There are over 330 of them, as a matter of fact. Will you be running a 40-yard dash? I will not. I'm not going to do the Rich Eisen thing. You know, I was thinking about that uh, as I was uh, gassed trying to jog a couple miles the other day. That how how fast could I run a 40 in? And you know, Rich Eisen's in pretty good shape to get under six. Man, I'm just going to mm-hmm. tell you that. And he does it in a suit in in uh, in regular shoes. I think dress shoes, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if he puts on the tennis shoes or not. But regardless, to uh, to hump it down there, you know, 40 yards as you get to be older. It, it it is any it, it seems like it's it's unfathomable to think that somebody can run that in under five seconds or six seconds. But um, I take my hat off to Rich. He's I wonder how long he's going to continue doing this. But it's kind of kind of an interesting thing that he does. It's not easy. It makes it look easy. Oh yes, so. he does actually. I will not be running it. I'm happy to say that. In fact, I won't even be. I usually play basketball up there. I haven't done that in years. I'm just old. I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to hurt myself. So, but we'll be uh, lots of information from up there. So make sure you, you keep it uh, right here uh, and uh, on Sports Day Tampa Bay. And listen to the podcast. Go on to TampaBay.com. Uh, get all your news on the Bucks, the Rays, the Lightning, um, USF, all of that. Uh, and we'll have uh, we'll have your Sports Day. Uh, right here on this podcast. So you can always reach us on Twitter at uh, Sports Day TB. That's at Sports Day TB or me on Twitter at NFL Stroud. And always, uh, of course, can email me at rstroud at tampabay.com. We want you to rate and review this podcast, if you would, for us, please. And where can they do that, Steve? Well, anywhere you get your podcast. So if you're listening on iTunes or Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, or you can always get it at tampabay.com slash sports. Please rate and review us. It helps and spreads the word. So thanks again for joining us. Busy day for the Lightning, and uh, they win again. 4-3 shootout win over the Maple Leafs and a big trade as well. For Steve Versnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a good day, everybody. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.